Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. In last week's episode, I spoke with Courtney Robinson. Courtney is a wardrobe confidant and image architect with Image by Courtney. She helps entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and influencers align their wardrobe and image with their passions, personality, and lifestyle to show up in a beautifully powerful way and connect with their ideal clients. If you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. This week, I'm talking about why you need to stop doing something to get something. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes, here's what to do instead. Let's jump right in. Today, I'm talking about why you need to stop doing something to get something. Wait, what? What is she saying? Yes, yes, that you need to stop doing something to get something. And here's what to do instead. Why do you need to stop doing something to get something? Wait, what? I can envision a lot of heads cocking to the side. I know that mine did when I first heard that phrase. It was a while ago. It was a long time ago. I continue to be confused by it until I noticed and experienced something within myself that made that shift. That of course, of course you need to stop doing stuff to get stuff. Stop marketing to get clients. Stop writing content to get likes, to get eyes on it. Stop coaching to get transformations for your clients. I know it doesn't make logical sense. All right, because we are in a world of cause and effect. You do this, then this happens. You do this, then this happens. You do something different, you get different results. And even when I talk about you need to believe something different, think something different, feel something different and have different results. So at some point in there, there's the action step that brings you the results. But if you also notice, there are about three things that come before that. As humans, it's supernatural because it's easy to see when you push over a box, a tall skinny box, when you push it, it's going to fall over, right? And that's clear cause and effect. I push it, it falls over. All right. And so we want to, as humans, make that same pattern with doing things to get clients, doing things to get money. I go to work and thus I get money. Right. I go to jobs and thus I get money. All right. I coach my clients and they pay me. But in coaching, it's different. The client pays you beforehand. (laughs) 
Uh, that's the way that goes. All right. So why is it? And what is the shift that I'm talking about? When it comes to doing business, when it comes to having a coaching business or any kind of business, if you're an entrepreneur and watching this, you didn't start that business, you know, say, I'm going to do this so that I struggle and struggle and grind away and then get some money. I'm going to torture myself so that I get some money. All right, no. We started our businesses. If you're an entrepreneur, you had passion for whatever you're doing. If you're a coach and you're anything like me and the coaches that I coach, you do it because you love the work. You're passionate about the work. And that's how everything started. You wouldn't have gotten into this if it wasn't going to be fun. You wouldn't have started doing anything if you thought it was going to suck. Oh, that's going to suck. Let's do that. No, <laughs> you wouldn't have done that. All right. And I know at some point in our lives, we've always had jobs like I'm not above anything. If I need to make money, I will do whatever I need to do. Right. But I have a choice. I am fortunate. I am lucky. I am blessed. And all of us are blessed in our unique ways. And there is a way to turn that thinking around so that you can find work or business or money or clients without selling your soul, without torturing yourself, without hating every single moment of it. Okay. So I'm getting in the weeds, um, but I, I really feel like it's so important to know that it is an emotional shift and I'm feeling it big time this week. And every time I feel it, I'm put back into the space of like, yes, this is what it should feel like because I'm human and I forget sometimes. All right. You know, when you're in the flow. You know when you're in not just the flow of what actions you take, but the flow of abundance, right? You know when things are just feeling right. Like you don't know what's going to happen, but you know it's going to be good. You're excited to find out what it is. You're not attached to the answer. So you need to stop doing something to get something. You need to instead, you're ready to hear what you do, need to do instead. You need to do the thing because you love the thing, because it fills you with passion, because it has, it fills you with joy. It's fun, right? You bring, you get to bring the joy and the fun and the passion and the vision back into your business. And when you do that, then the abundance flows. Then you have the benefit the side effects of clients coming to you. Yes. I mean, you don't do something for money because money is energy. Energy likes to flow. And so money likes to flow. And where does it flow? A lot of us, if you're cynical, you say, well, it always flows out of my pocket. Well, it had to get into your pocket somehow. <laughs> energy is constantly flowing around us. Money is energy. It's an exchange. And when we, when I talk about energy, um, sometimes I worry that it sounds woo. And woo is only a term 
to describe something that you don't understand. It seems like magic. All right. But energy with the physics definition is the ability to do work. And work, the physics definition, is the ability to affect change. You know, you get into this because you love helping people, right? And it's a passion. But when you get stuck in the process of trying to make money, then it starts to feel like you're dragging yourself, you're, you're, you're grinding the gears of, if only somebody would hire me, where are my clients? And it starts to feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Right? How am I going to live? And then we start putting attachments of living and safety. You know, we put, we put those attachments on it. And then it sucks all the joy out of what we do as coaches. And as coaches, we know that it's our energy, our ability to be peaceful in and of ourselves, to drop our own ego, to open ourselves to our clients, to be able to connect with our clients, to feel their energy, to watch their facial expressions, to hear their tones of voices, to hear what's underneath the underneath of what they're saying. And we can't do that if we are focused on ourselves, on our own fears if we're seeing um, potential clients as dollar signs, all right? And logically, I know none of us are doing that because we know it doesn't feel good when we feel like it's happening to us. But when you're feeling a lack of money, when you're feeling like I'm doing this to make money, you are seeing your client as a dollar sign. You're seeing them as, <clears throat> as a wallet to stick your hand into. Instead, step back. All right. I'm going to tell you what has worked for me. And I think what's really important is to know that you can't logic this out for yourself. All right. It's a total feeling gut sensation. And you're going to need to sit with it. You're need to, going to need to journal it out. You're going to really plumb the depths of your emotion to get to this. All right. I know I've tried. All right. Learn from my, I'm not going to so call it a fail, but learn from my experience because I'm very logical. I'm kind of scientific and I also have really strong intuition. And so that helped me know that me logic, logicking it out was not working. <laughs> it wasn't working. And so here's what I tried to do. And I'm going to share about why it didn't work. What I tried to do was I know that when I have a super clear vision of what my business is, who my ideal clients are, the transformation that I help people achieve, then all of a sudden, everything starts falling into place. All right. And that's not a lie. That is act my actual experience with business. When I'm super clear, I have every all the things in place. I know who my client is. I can speak their mind. I can speak directly to them. And I am not focused on myself. Things do magically fall in place. But my mistake was, was like, oh, well, now that's a process. I can turn it into a hard skill instead of 
allowing it to remain in the soft skill, neither is better or worse. In fact, I think soft skills are even more powerful, more effective than hard skills. Hard skills, I think, I don't put them down. I think they're very important, but I think they're very much easier for people to understand. And that's why you see a lot more about it online when there are books about it. And, you know, it's easier because you can measure them. The soft skills, it's harder to measure. And how I feel about something is going to be different ha with how you feel about it, like our physical sensations and the words that we use to describe it. But I'm going to share why that didn't work because I tried to science it out. It's like, oh, well, if I just detach from the outcome, that's all I need to do. I just need to detach from the outcome, do things because I love to do them because it's fun and detach from the money aspect, de detach from the specific outcome. All right. Now, logically, you can do that. But if emotionally and mentally, if your beliefs are still there attached to that outcome. All right. If your subconscious installed conditioned beliefs and thoughts are still attached to that outcome, no matter how much you say that you're not attached to the outcome, you're attached to the outcome. <laughs> All right. So that's kind of how that goes. You know, we can lie to ourselves and say, I am not attached to the outcome. And that's awesome. But if you're lying to yourself, your gut is going to be saying, oh, no, you're really attached to the outcome. And that was where I was. I was having a very hard time to detach from the outcome. And I think one of the, the shifts that allowed me to do that was when I finally invested in high ticket coaching for myself. And I know that when I did that, and listen, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Um, I had to go into um, touch money that is for my retirement. And so that means I paid extra. All right, I pulled out of an IRA. And so, you know, it's not, it wasn't just the thousands of dollars for the high ticket coaching, but it was additional money because I took it out and that additional money was a penalty. All right. So that took a lot of thought. When I made that investment, it was scary. It was scary because it was not free floating money. This was money that, you know, when I retire, this is what's going to <laughs> help put food on my table. Not anymore, because as abundance comes in, I know I will have more than enough. But that was my thinking at the time. All right. It was really scary. But when I sat down, you know, before I hit pay <laughs> to my coach, I sat down and I looked at where I was at my current situation. I looked at my home. I looked at my bank account. I looked at my sense of freedom. I looked at all of these things and I said to myself, how long have I been here in this, at this plateau? And I'd been at this plateau for a while and I was tired of it because I knew that there was more that was possible. I just couldn't see it at the time. And so where do I want? And then I asked myself, where do I want to be in three months, six months, a year? right? Where do I want to be in the same place? And that became intolerable for me. I didn't even have a sales conversation with this coach. For the most part, I pretty much just had a conversation with her and said, take my money. 
<laughs> and she took my money. And here's the thing. Within a month, you know, everybody's results are different. But within a month, I paid off about 80 to 90% of my investment with her within a month. In the second month, I doubled that. Very shortly, I know that I'm going to double that. You know, it's not just $5,000 each month. It's 5000 10000 15000 <laughs> You know, it, it is it's exponential, the increases. Just because of the way I've changed how I've thought. The idea is to stop doing something specifically to get something. All right. Start doing it for the joy of it. That's how we started off. Start doing it for the joy of it. Keep doing it for the joy of it. Be open to the abundance and allow that abundance to flow in. All right. It's a shift. And I wish I had a magic wand and I could tap each of you on the head bang you upside the head with that <laughs> magic wand and say the shift is now yours but it's not mine to give it's something that I can help coach you through all right because it is all right there in front of you all the time it is literally there all the time and it's not until you have the shift where you can actually see that abundance where you can actually see what you actually want to what you desire to bring into your life. But you need to be able to do whatever you're doing for the joy of it, for the passion of it. Okay? Why do we do anything? We do it to have fun. Because we like it. And that's why we need to let go of the grind. I'm not saying that you don't ever have to work, that you don't ever have to do um, actual work work, but it doesn't have to suck. <laughs> you get to do it because it's fun. It's interesting. You're creating something new and exciting. You're helping other people innovate. All right. That's why you focus on what you love to do. And then the money comes because people I'm seeing this happen in my life. I'm stepping back and I am really sitting in this feeling. I'm really sitting in this feeling. All right. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about like what it is. All right. When you are feeling like you're grinding, that work is hard, that you have to do everything to get, step back. All right. It's going to be hard because if you're anything like me, you are a type A. I'm a type A. I like to be busy. I like to take action. All right. I like to make things and do things. All right. But you need to step back. Stop doing to get. Start doing for the joy of it. Do it because it is fun. All right. You need to step back and get into the feeling. Sink into your body and feel the feeling. When you're grinding, how does your body feel? Right? If you're grinding and you're stressed out and you're anxious, it does not feel good. All right. At that point, you need to stop, step back and take a moment. What, an analogy that just popped into my head. I know people don't want to stop because I'm, I don't want to stop the momentum. Well, honey, you don't have momentum going on at this point. 
You do not have any momentum. Your foot is on the gas, revving that engine, and your parking brake is on. (laughs) All right? So it's time to take your foot off the gas, put the car in neutral, turn off the, the parking brake, and sit there for a second. And sink in, how do you want to feel? How does abundance feel? How does success feel? How does that feel in your body? You got, and you're going to have to sink into it and recall a time when you felt that success, right? You need to recall that and, and just feel it. All right, because it's not until you feel that sense of calm, that sense of flow, that sense of energy going on. And people, let me tell you, I'm feeling it. I am feeling that that energy of flow and, uh, and abundance. I am literally in a place where things are just coming to me. I am doing nothing to get them. I'm doing nothing to initiate it logically. All right, if somebody was watching me, it's like, did somebody just call you and offer you money? It's like, yes. <clears throat> yes, they did. <laughs> what did you do? It's like, I was sitting on my sofa <laughs> feeling good. I was sitting on my sofa chill. And somebody calls me and offers me money. I'm not talking about a small amount of money. To do something that sounds like fun. To work with people who are amazing. Where my inner self says, yes, this stuff works. I want you to really ask yourself, are you doing something to get something? Do you have your foot on the gas pedal revving, revving away, but the parking brake is on and you're not going anywhere. You're maybe you're hearing some unhappy grinds in the engine. If that's happening, I invite you. Take your foot off the gas for a second. Put the car into neutral. Take off that parking brake. And sink into your feelings. And sink into the sensations of peace, of abundance. And then when you turn that ignition again, move forward, feeling good, feeling awesome, having joy in the driving, in the moving through your business, in the moving through your life. And then notice the difference. Okay. Woo. And, and people, that is the work that we do in the energetic CEO. All right. It is so powerful. It is a combination of business energetics, transformational mindset work, and simple organic business processes. All right. Simple organic business building, high ticket signature programs, organic, authentic marketing, authentic sales. All right, so you can deliver a transformative coaching to both you and your clients. Both you and your clients get these results, all right? But it starts off with that transformational mindset work because that is what makes everything else run, all right? So if this is something that you're interested in doing with your business, with your coaching, click the link in the show notes and book a call, all right? Book a call. We'll talk about your business, your challenges, your vision, your goals. We'll talk a little bit of strategy. All right. And if it makes sense to both of us, and it has to make sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. Hey, I'm so glad you joined me today. Wow. 
Thank you for joining me throughout 2020. Did you know that this podcast almost didn't happen? I worked with a coach with the goal of getting this podcast up and running in only 28 days. It actually only took me 21 days. A week into getting things going, my mother passed away and I had to travel to take care of her final arrangements for a week. I had about 20 hours of driving and thinking during that week. I asked myself some really hard questions. Was this the time to start a podcast? Or was this the universe telling me no? (laughs) During that week of driving, taking care of final arrangements, crying, reconnecting with family, I had the realization that my mother would actually love me starting this podcast. She always loved it when I did something new and daring in my business. When I got home, I got back to work, put my head down, and focused for the next two weeks. I launched this podcast at the beginning of March of this year. Within three days of launch, I was excited to say that the Field Guide to Awesome became an iTunes Top 50 podcast. Field Guide to Awesome is only eight months old, and it's the end of 2020. 2020 as a whole has been difficult for many. I know that there have been rays of light, humanity stepping up, speaking up, and changing the world too. And for some, it's been a time of stepping back and healing. 2020 has proven that wherever there is a crisis, there is also an opportunity. I hope that my episodes have brought some light, some relief, and at the very least, some distraction from the social, financial, political, and health crises that have bombarded 2020. Thank you to all of my wonderful guests that have shared their transformational mindset shifts, entrepreneurial, and coaching journeys with us. Their insights and gifts of wisdom are a big part of what make the Field Guide to Awesome truly awesome. A big thanks to Jamie Atkinson and Gina Tierno of the Podcast Profit Lab who helped me get started. I want to thank each and every one of you who have subscribed to my podcast, downloaded the episodes, given it five stars, and left beautiful reviews. I couldn't have done it without you either. 2021 is going to be a powerful year of Field Guide to Awesome episodes, folks. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay tuned. You won't want to miss any of it. See you next year, and remember, be awesome.